stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. Rojan Kim. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you for joining me today on this lovely March. March? Yeah, sure, March. Unless I hold on to this thing for years and release it at some other point in time that's not March. Or, I guess, second best would be to release it next year in March. So if this is March 2018, I guess apologies for how outdated. Well, it's at least a year uh, outdated. And uh, you can look upon this with, um, you know, dismissive judgment. You can also be like, oh, you are so wrong, Rojan. What did you even think was going on? You, you had no idea what was going on. Boy, he sure had no idea that two days later in 2017 that the North American caldera exploded or something. But somehow I still made it out alive. One year later, St. Patrick's Day March 2018th, post-Caldera, North America is no more. I'm on some island, maybe, or perhaps I'm squirreled away in some underground bunker. Is, is it a state-run thing? Is it private? I don't really know. But what I do know is that right now, in my land, or at least my subjective experience of things it is saint patrick's day happy saint patrick's day yes happy saint patrick's driven the snakes whoa that was weird snakes driven the snake i drove the snakes out of ireland i drove the snakes out of ireland and put them on a plane no that doesn't mean that was also that's not what happened he didn't drive the snakes off of Ireland and then put them on a plane for Samuel L. Jackson to find? That doesn't even make any sense. Hi, guys. 2017. What's going on? It's, um, I am, mm, I don't know. I'm supposed to be on my lunch break, or I, not really. I think I already took my lunch break. Uh, you know, sometimes it's better if you, like, really get on top of your employees and make them, you know, clock in their time or whatever. I mean, they hate you for it. They hate you. But otherwise, they may just kind of take advantage of the loose you know the loose lines it kind of goes both ways because the lines are blurry when you don't have like a strict nine to five type of job you know like a production job or something like that the lines are blurry you gotta be working all the time i guess that's even true for like nine to five jobs now does anybody even work nine to five isn't everybody working something like eight to six or some shit because they don't even pay you for lunch can you believe that you don't get paid for lunch. They, they, you're supposed to get paid for lunch because there was a labor movement. There are these labor laws that say every four hours you're supposed to get like half hour or 15 minutes or something at least. So the way they get around that is they only pay you for four hours at a time. So then they don't pay you for your break, which is fucking bullshit. It's such bullshit. You can't an hour. You can't just give back an hour to be like, thanks for we only have 24 hours in a day. Eight of those like it's like sleep and sleep related things the other eight it's your day right it's your day that's your day to do whatever right but it's not to do whatever it's to be under the yoke of your employer the employee yoke employee yoked down so that's a 
third of your life. They can't give you a dollar of that back? They can't give you anything? All right. I don't know. I, hey, what do I know? Maybe it's like, you know, it's just not feasible in this economy. In this economy? I don't know. I don't know. So I'm working, uh, I'm working over at Film Independent. I'm working for this program called the Global Media Makers Program. It's wonderful. It's a partnership with Film Independent, a, a wonderful nonprofit that's dedicated to uh, independent film and spreading the diversity of voices in cinema, independent cinema, whatever that is now in this state. Um, speaking of state, it's half run by the State Department. The State Department, which, you know, uh, you know, the State Department, which now is headed by Rex Tillerson, and uh, is, I guess, being gutted. I, I just saw online that Trump is proposing a 28% cut of the State Department. 28% wants to just cut the budget. Just kick people out of the state. I mean, you know, why do we need a State Department? Of all the departments, why would you need the one that deals with all the other countries in the world and helps with passports and international travel and international things? Why would you... Why would you even want that around? You should just get rid of it. Get rid of it. Dude, we're not a state. We're a country. Let's get a fucking secretary of country, right? It's too small. We're thinking too small. Let's just demolish the whole state department and get a country department or America department or some kind of just, I don't know, uh, or maybe just a picture of an eagle. Maybe it's just an eagle. There's no numbers or letters or alphanumeric characters. There's just a, a depiction of an eagle because that's what it is. It's very Roman, you know, it's very, it's just, it's fucking eagle, okay? Eagle department, all right? And that's it. They all get on, they're going to breed giant eagles, get on the backs of them, fly to all the other countries in the world with a giant flock of war eagles, and then show them what's up. Like, you fuck with us, you're going to fuck with war eagles, you got, you got me? War eagles are coming, so don't mess with the U.S., bruh, because you got fucking war eagles all right? Okay. I That's war eagles. That's what I'm just going to... Anyway, Rex Tillerson visited North Korea. Or, no, he visited South Korea. He visited Asia. Well, he's on an Asia tour. God, I should get my facts straight before I try to talk to people about this. I, I mean, thank God this is, this is supposed to be a comedy podcast. I mean, I'm supposed to be a comedian. I know sometimes it sounds like I know a bunch about stuff, and I know stuff about other stuff, but I, and I do, but uh, there's a ton I don't know. I don't know a lot. I just, I know enough uh, to know that I don't really know. I don't really know. I just read stuff and repeat it, and then other than that, what do I really know? I don't, <laughs> I'm just getting through life. I'm just trying to sneak away on my lunch break and do a podcast from inside of a car because this is what I live for, guys. This is it. This is it right here. This and stand-up, but stand-up's been a little hard lately. You know, it's hard to do stuff like like it's hard to have a hobby when you don't have a home really you know it's it's tough it's tough dealing with a lot of stuff just you know sure i'm staying at my cousin han's place thanks han for listening and also for letting me stay at your place i'm staying at my cousin han's and you know it's fine it's great i mean but it's not my home you know that's the bottom line Bottom line is, daddy needs a home. Why am I? I'm comfortable calling myself daddy. It might be because my dad was never around, so I didn't really have a model for that kind of behavior. That's not bad. I might, I might hold on to that one. I might try to remember that one, right? Uh, model for this kind of behavior. Um, yeah. Yeah, Rex Tillerson. 
Papa Tracker, Wayne Tracker. He went by the pseudonym of Wayne Tracker and wrote a bunch of reports about how he did not, uh, how he didn't believe in climate change. I don't know why. Why am I acting like I read the news? I really know what I'm saying. I'm just, I just see the headlines, just like you guys. I just know that Rex Tillerson, Tillerson said some strong words about North Korea. Said all options are, are are on the table, even military options. But my favorite thing was there's a picture of Rex Tillerson. Uh, and then right behind him through this window is this North Korean soldier, like a Fuji camera, if I could, taking pictures. I don't even think it's a DSLR. I think it's like 35 millimeter film. It's like snapping spy picture. Maybe he's a spy. Maybe he's a spy. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that the strange juxtaposition of the man who was once the CEO of Exxon had a fake name to write about climate change. Now is in Asia telling them that don't fuck with us or all bets are off. We'll fucking, we'll throw down even though his department is being gutted. Where's Mattis? Mattis is the secretary of defense, right? His department's not being gutted. God, we can't fucking take away from the military. He's the one who should be going around fucking telling people what's up, right? Tell him what's what. Even, even he said, even Mattis said climate change is the number one security threat to the planet, right? But that's defense, right? No one's fucking with defense and no one's really fucking with Mattis because people, everybody basically is like, the dude's real. He's a legit dude. I mean, the one reservation everybody has is like, shouldn't we be keeping this whole military and civilian thing separate? Like, shouldn't the civilians actually be running the military so as to not, you know, uh, have a coup, a military coup, or not have too many military folks in politics so that our political ambitions are, you know, due to our military ambitions, you know, like, uh, I mean, not that they haven't been. Hard to say. Hard to say, especially as just a guy sitting in a car in a parking lot talking into a microphone. Hard to say any of that stuff. But anyway, yeah, Rex Tillerson, he's in North Korea. He's laying it down. He's laying down the law. He represents a department that's widely just, I don't know, understaffed, I guess, and uh, about to be cut by almost a third that's him. I guess anybody who knows that, I don't know, how much leverage can a person have? If I come to, into a meeting and you know that a third of my budget's going to get cut, and I don't even have enough staff to really, I mean, I just barely got here by myself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have drivers or anything. I just have Uber or some shit. Like, that's how I got here. I don't know how much confidence you're going to have coming to this meeting, right? Like, whatever. I don't know what we're meeting about. Let's just say it's for something really important, okay? It's just really important, and a lot of people's lives hang in the balance of our decision-making, but the dude coming in, me, the dude coming in, I haven't even done anything to sort of get my staff in place, plus my budget's getting cut. I mean, you just know. I might get fired. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, man. So that's what you think of me coming in. So I don't know. I mean, on one hand, maybe, like, it's kind of dangerous. It puts people on edge. Like, oh, don't fuck with Rex or Rogan. They're going to they're wild card you. You don't even know what's going to happen. You know, but on the other hand, I don't know. It just doesn't seem to inspire a lot of confidence. I feel like it's a state. You know, that state thing that we're supposed to be having a department about that the dude is secretary of, that it's not, it doesn't seem like it's, you know... It doesn't seem like it's like going down the way it should be, or it doesn't seem like you know the the U.S. is supposed to be the number one global superpower, and I guess I guess it can afford to isolate itself politically, financially. I don't I 
don't know. Again, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the one making this, these decisions. I, I'm just a guy. So Rex Tillerson, he's off in North Korea. Trump, you know, like I said, his budget came out. He wants to cut the arts. And the funny thing to me is like, surely the man must appreciate the arts, right? I mean, he wrote a book called The Art of the Deal. And when I say wrote, of course, I mean that in quotes because it's, um, I guess, sort of common knowledge. I don't know that the guy who wrote the book, The Art of the Deal, was not actually Donald Trump. I mean, maybe he took some dictation. I don't know. This guy, he was actually in uh, a front line that I saw, and he talked about how, like, you know, he coined the phrase truthful hyperbole, right? That's what he uses all the time. Truthful hyperbole. Truthful hyperbole is an exaggeration, right, which is not the truth. It's not the truth. And then truthful is, I guess, something that's, has the quality of true, it's like truthiness. Remember truthiness from Stephen Colbert where it's the, it has the quality of truth. <laughs> it's not actually true. That's what truthful hyperbole is. So it's bullshit. That's basically what it is, bullshit. Anyway, the man says his deal making is an art, that there's an art to it. He appreciates art, the intangible quality of, I don't know, talent, aesthetics, whatever it is that he says deal making you know, is more of an art than a science. You know, he believes that that's important. However, he doesn't believe that that in and of itself is important enough to have a national endowment. He doesn't believe that the artistic temperament is, you know, he's like deal making is art, but art itself, no deal. That's, that's Trump. That's how I guess he feels about it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I just think it's fascinating that the man wrote a book called the art of the deal. Uh, or that he didn't write it. I don't know. Other, uh, another fascinating thing is that the book American Psycho, which came out right around this time, you know, I think has a lot of um, similarities. I don't, or I don't know. I just I don't know why, but I read those two books close together, and something kind of like gnawed at me. Like I feel like, well, first of all, Trump is all over American American Psycho. He's all up in there. I mean, that's not in the movie at all, but he's fucking all in there. And, uh, you know, and there's something similar and not on this face of like they're both psychopaths or anything like that, though. They, maybe they are. I don't know. But not necessarily like killer psychopath. I mean, one is, but the other one isn't. All right. Now, what am I saying? I'm saying that American Psycho and the Art of the Deal have similarities that I would like to explore. I don't have time or I don't even have the books now. I should really prepare more. I'm just me freeballing, and this car is not going to do it justice. But, you know, that kind of leads me to the last thing I wanted to talk about before I set you guys free, free from my rambling, from my rambling discharge. <laughs> is that, that's not. All right. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about this podcast. What the fuck is it? What am I doing? What am I doing here? What is this? Am I just rambling and just talking into a microphone? I mean, it's in one way, it's a way that I can kind of get around miking. Uh, it helps. You know, it helps in comedy chops, comedy reps, just saying things out loud, saying things in my head out loud, holding a microphone while saying them. These are all things that I need to practice all the time. So podcasting really does help. But on the other hand, podcasting isn't stand-up, so I'm not really doing stand-up here. I mean, I will be honest and say that a lot of mics, this is what I do, is I just go up and ramble and see what's funny and what's not. And that's, you know, that is what it is and, you know, what a deal for you guys, right? But, you know, something else I've been thinking about is like, you know, um, just doing book reports. And book reports is silly because it sounds childish, sounds like what a kid does, and it is what kids do. But like, I think the Jocko podcast is really uh, 
striking a chord with me the way he goes through books and reads them and like has these like hour hour two hour long podcasts about you know the quality of these or or, or like he just talks about you know he, like he did a great one about the rape of nan king he does great ones about just like military tactics and or or people who uh, have survived war they're veterans now who've written books you know he'll go through their books or stuff and stuff and interview them and so i like that but I, you know i don't have the bandwidth as it were that's what the people say nowadays the bandwidth to be all like getting you know i'm kind of free but i don't even have a home i don't have a home to invite people to i could probably go somewhere if i had guests but really honestly you know i i barely have time to read and i would like to talk about the stuff i've read with you guys maybe as a way of just processing stuff maybe just as a, as a crazy person's way of getting it out there you know but just a crazy crazy is it crazy not really but anyway i like to um you know i'm just thinking a little bit about like what is this podcast what do i want to do with it and what are some more concrete things i can do but it since there's no there's no subject to the rojan kim cast the subject is rojan kim which is too broad in some ways but not broad enough i don't know i mean it's maybe too specific not specific enough it's just, you know, it's all over the place. It's neither here nor there, which sometimes that's, I guess, how I am. So, you know, so what am I fucking saying? I'm saying I'm going to try to bring some order to some of this shit. I want to bring a little more order, a little more focus. I want to have maybe a little more of an agenda. I, I'm stuck because I tried to do a couple podcasts. Like, I tried to do them where I'm, like, reading stuff or, like, it was, like, more, I don't know is like more of a more than an outline you know what i mean less than maybe full-on reading paragraphs but it just didn't quite work i don't know it didn't feel right is it just it might just because i'm kind of used to this instinctive kind of free-balling ranting style that i've been you know just been doing but um you know Maybe writing stuff down will help me not trip over my words, you fucking asshole. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry. No, you fucking, why don't you prepare for the people? You know what? I love my audience. I don't care if there's five of you. I still love you guys. And I think you deserve some preparation. That's what I'm saying. You deserve me doing a little prep, getting out there, entertaining you, possibly informing you, edutaining. I don't know. So anyway... I like to go over a couple of books, a few books I have in mind, American Psycho and The Art of the Deal. Maybe I'll do like a little compare and contrast podcast, compare and contrast podcast. I don't know. Maybe I'll do a little, you know, thing about that. I'd love to talk about some of these other books I've been reading, 48 Laws of Power, uh-huh, 40, <laughs> How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, I have, I'm reading The Story of Civilization by Will Durant. Could go over that. I don't know if that could be, maybe that's a bit dry. Uh, I'd love to go over The Emperor Wears New Clothes, where, and The Emperor Wears No Clothes by Jack Herrera, um, which I've been citing a lot. I mean, I want to do a History of po- Cannabis podcast, but I can barely get, the, I can barely do this one. I can barely do this one. So, you know, maybe it'll just all be under the auspices, the umbrella of the Rojan Kim cast, because it is Rojan Kim doing it. But I think, you know, a little more structure, a little more structure. So... That might mean, though, it'll take me a little bit longer between podcasts. Uh, where does the time go? Where does it go? You know where it goes? It goes the eight hours that you give away to the man. The man. Well, but what's the solution? What, you want everybody to quit? No one has a job and everybody's hungry? That's not going to work either. Plus, who's going to listen to all the podcasts? It's If everybody quits their job, 
nobody will be listening to any podcasts and all the people who have jobs making podcasts, they won't have jobs. Then they'll have to get regular jobs. What will they do with their jobs? Not listen to podcasts because they're going to be all gone. Okay. <laughs> hey, that was uh, all right. That seemed fruitful. That everything right there felt fruitful to me. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. It's about the end of my lunch break. I'm going to get back to work. I hope you guys are... Don't get back to work. Start start another podcast. Start another one. Should listen to another one. Jocko Podcast. Listen to that one. Or listen to my cousin's podcast, In the Kimchi Jar. It's him and his buddy Flip Cuddy, who is a character in his own right. Go onto my website, rojankim.com. Go onto my Twitter, at rojankim. Follow me there. Follow me everywhere. Follow me here. Follow me there. Follow me all over the place. Um, sign up for my email list. You can find a little clickety-clickety link right there on my Twitter or my website, whatever. Just just sign up for a bunch of stuff, Rojan Kim related. I will really appreciate it. And I promise, you know, it's going to happen. I'm going to deliver. I'm going to deliver all kinds of things, right? More than you know, like Postmates. I mean, I might actually even start working for Postmates. And that's almost like a double delivery. Aren't you lucky? Anyway, guys. Anyways. Thank you again for listening. Really appreciate it. And talk to you soon.